Welcome to the Spark a Dream podcast, where we'll spark your interest in all things Disney, travel, and a little bit of everything in between. Listen as the stories come alive. Now, onto the show with your hosts. Welcome to Spark a Dream Podcast. My name is Bill Winter. I'll be your host. We have Liz here also, my lovely wife. Hello. And we got Lauren. Hey, hey. And we got Jimmy. Hello. Spark a Dream Podcast is kind of a spinoff of Dreamers Do Podcast, a podcast I started a little over a year ago and last recorded about a year ago, about August, I think it was, was the last time I published anything. We're going to mainly be talking about Disney, but we're obviously going to talk a little more than just Disney. We'll talk a little bit about travel in general and have a little fun. But obviously, as we all love, Disney will be the main topic. And we are joined by all of us, which is former cast members. In all different kinds of roles. In all kind of different, in all different kind of roles. And all scattered across the country with Lauren out near Disneyland. How far are you from Disneyland, Lauren? Uh, It takes me about three hours to drive down there. Nice. So, so California, and then we have Jimmy from Texas. Where where in Texas are you, Jimmy? Uh, just north of Houston, Conroe area. So not close to Disney at all. <laughs> and then we're <laughs> we're in the South Hills of Pittsburgh, and we're nowhere near Disney. So, like I said, we all started um, with that passion for Disney. Went and worked in different capacities. Um, I worked off and on there for about seven years. I ended up going, um, the second time I worked was actually with the Disney College Program, which is also how the rest of these guys here um, started with the, with the Disney company as well. Um, so I worked a few roles. I started by working Main Street Operations, which is a fancy way to say I worked front gate ticketing, great audience control. It was, it was a fun way to kind of get my foot in the door. When I went back, I met Bill um, while working the Jungle Cruise. This creepy guy wouldn't stop staring from the dock, and after resisting a bit, I eventually gave love a chance, and here we are now. But after that, I also worked at the Great Movie Ride. Um, rest in peace. It's no longer with oh. us at the Disney's Hollywood Studios. I'm still bitter over it. It's been gone for a year. Um, so, Me too. So yeah, I, I worked there for a little while, and I'm glad that I did. I'm glad I was a part of that. That was really cool. So how about we start with Jimmy? Jimmy, what did you do while you were there? Uh, my my role at the Walt Disney program was in entertainment. So I was friends with many of the characters at the parks, uh, as well as off the parks. Uh, started in 2006. I was there about six months. Did you get down to Florida with anybody or did you go by yourself? on an yeah, It was actually my current girlfriend, who's now my wife. It was her idea. She had heard about it while she was on a Disney trip with her family years before, like, six years before she was like a t- 14 or something and she had met a cast member and they said they were on the college program and she had always remembered that trip and remembered about the program and when the, the right time came she s- decided she was going to go and she asked me if i would be interested in that and i said yeah that sounds awesome so we went to florida together uh her she was actually in merchandising and she was at the world of disney and what was formerly known as you know downtown disney which is now disney springs of course but yeah that's how i got down there what about you lauren my disney story is kind of like (laughs) i've been all over the place so i started uh on a college program back in 2010 i did uh fall 2010 with your former friend josh he was my roommate 
Um, then I did attractions, uh, Magic Kingdom. So I was at Pirates of the Caribbean, good old ad lib. And from that program, uh, I went seasonal. They went back during the summer and spring break, and I did uh, PAC, Main Street Operations. So I did Park Reader, uh, Parade Audience Control, and uh, Town Square Theater. And then I did that for about a year, and then I got picked up for uh, Magic Kingdom Guest Relations. And so I did that. I had that charmed role. I never knew that. Yeah. So what was your favorite um, out of all those roles you just mentioned? Do you have a favorite? Um, I would say, so this is kind of a a, a weird story because I just got back from a Disney trip and I found myself kind of getting in the same old grooves and everything, going back to my favorite places. Uh, But on the railroad, as a conductor on the railroad, I would do that for free. That was my absolute (laughs) favorite. I couldn't believe at that time that they even paid me to do that. I didn't work (laughs) at all. I just rode a train and it was sweet. What about you, Jimmy? Do you have a favorite friend? I was fond of Goofy. Goofy was a good friend of mine. Uh, Another one would be uh, Bell's Prince. So does he have a name? He doesn't have a name, does he? The Beast, Human Form. I don't know. I feel like you asked him. They never really mention it. You have to Google that. I'm sure anyway, you're saying. Ask me <laughs> it's got to be something. I'm sure she wasn't rolling around saying, oh, hello, beast. You know, maybe that was in the series. So like on your schedule, did it say friends with Bell's Prince? Yes. Oh, huh. Maybe it doesn't have any. Really? That's what it said. Fun fact. Okay, then. <laughs> yeah, then they didn't really name them. They really kept it mysterious. Okay, well, we skipped you. So so let's tell everybody what you did at the well, Disney World Resort, Bill. I was down on the best college program group of Spring Advantage 2006 with Jimmy. Uh, We were in a room of six at Vista Way. It was me, him, Jacob, Chris, Josh, and Justin. And I think Jimmy and Josh are the only people I still talk to in the group. Um, But yeah, I went down there. I worked in merchandise, just like uh, Jimmy's girlfriend at the time, but I worked at the Contemporary Resort. And I will have to say that it is really boring to work in merchandise inside of a resort because pretty much during the day, nothing happens because everybody's at the park. So um, a lot of it was night, but um, during the middle, first part of my shift, every shift was really boring because the first three or four hours, you didn't talk to anybody. I left the college program and missed Disney a lot. So I went back down to Disney a little over a year later and I went seasonal and they put me at one man's dream and journey to Narnia. And if you want to know about an easy cakewalk job, that is it. <laughs> you just stand there. You greet people at the entrance. If you're in the inside of one man's dream, you just stand there. And then you also get to uh, see the movie at the end a bunch of times um, and do your little spiel. Did and you cry every time? Because I tear up every time I see video. No, after so many times, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't hit you. I know, I love that video. Guys, I mean, I love it. Cry. I love it. it. <laughs> now I can watch it and probably cry, but whenever you watch it like seven or eight times a day. It became numb. It, it became very repetitive. And I worked at the Narnia um, attraction, which is not no longer there. Uh, was, was, that, um, <laughs> was that when it was uh, after Prince Caspian came out? 
No, I was during the original one where the um, Snow Queen, is that what she was called? Oh, Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to love sitting at the exit position and me and the other guy would try to make her laugh in the middle of her spiel. That was our goal. Every minute, every exit, whenever she came out on the scene. How did you not scene. get fired? Good question. Uh, after that, I wanted to stay a little longer, and I was going to go back to college down there. So I transferred a part time, and that's when they put me over at the Magic Kingdom, the best park of all. And I went over to Jungle Cruise. World famous. World famous Jungle Cruise. World famous. <laughs> uh, then I did get cross traded Pirates, which I love Pirates too. Uh, but Joan Cruz has a little part of my heart, mainly because of this beautiful woman right next to me that I got to meet there. And I wasn't a stalker. And it was Disney magic that happened. Just admit it. It was all that pixie dust. I drank the water. I think it got to my head. Yeah. (laughs) Joan Cruz water. You don't drink that stuff. Um, So, yeah. And then after that, we left, came up here. I stayed seasonal for a little bit longer until we started having kids and now we are a uh, travel agency that pretty much lives and breathes Disney. <laughs> fun fact, fun fact is we're such a Disney couple that our first child is named after Walt Disney's wife. Her name's Lillian. So oh, nice. Kind of a fun, cute fact. Not only fact, Coda is named after oh, yeah, Coda Bear from... Our dog. Uh, <laughs> of what was that? Brother Bear? Brother And we did have a second dog for a while there named Sadie, and she was named after a Jungle Cruise boat. Oh, yeah, she was. Mm -hmm. I think that's how we got Disney names, right? Yeah. Not missing anybody. The boys weren't named like Geppetto or anything. (laughs) Aladdin. (laughs) Aladdin. Can you imagine? I actually have a client. Her her daughter's name is Aurora. That's kind of rare, but I think it's pretty. Aurora? That could be pulled off, but you can't see a kid. Well, our agent, we have an agent on our team who her daughter's middle name is Snow. Like Snow White. It's like after Snow White, not the actual Snow. Yeah. Mm. My daughter's named Riley after Inside Out. Hey. There you go. Good movie. What you got, Jimmy? <laughs> I, I did not name any children after Disney characters. <laughs> Nor did I name my animals. Fired. He's out of here. I know. <laughs> Nothing Disney. This, this is my last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun having you. I uh, missed the audition. <laughs> Didn't meet the requirements. Hold on. Let me finish my notes here. <laughs> Goodbye, Jimmy. I, oh, I was <laughs> Scratch. <laughs> That's all right, though. But yeah, we all had a bunch of t- uh, fun times at Disney. We will definitely, in this podcast, get into some of those memories while we work there. Uh, some good ones, some bad ones. We won't get too detailed with some things. Um, give away anything. We don't want to kill the Disney magic. So, But we, we all had fun there. We all have some good stories to tell. Um, some magical moments we made. I mean, anybody want to talk about a magical moment they made? I've got a couple doing uh, guest relations. but um, And I don't know... Uh, if they even let you do this anymore, but there were times. Probably not. On, uh, <laughs> you probably weren't supposed to do it anymore. <laughs> where we would have uh, an opportunity to just go from City Hall and walk over to the Emporium and like it, talk to guests and, and see how their day is going in the parks. And if we felt so inclined, if they were looking at a particular item, that we could just get it for them. Wow. On Disney. 
Is that where you no longer work for Disney? Some magic. <laughs> Probably. I created, I created a lot of magic. We normally call that shoplifting. But it's like a trap. <laughs> oh, you want it? It was just like, like Aladdin. Oh, here, kid. Here's an apple. Make Take three wishes. Here you well, go. you were at Disney last week. Did you try that? Just walk in and say, don't worry, uh, Disney's taking care of it. Walk out. <laughs> it's on Mickey. I got this. <laughs> No, no. Unfortunately, I was like going through the receipts of uh, of this last week. It was a little over a week, and I spent the most money I ever have ever. That's called kids at Disney. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, everything. Riley had to get a Donald Duck when we were at the Emporium. When we were in Animal Kingdom. They had the little Yetis, the little Yeti yeah. stuffed animals. She had to have a Yeti, and. Gosh, she called it floof, floof. So I had to get one. <laughs> but yeah, spent a lot of money on, on. I went to Ale House like three times. Yes. Oh. I saw the picture of your fries. They don't taste the same. They don't taste the same anymore. No, they, they never had that green stuff on it for decoration before. Like, what is What that? is this green, healthy what stuff? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> you don't put that on cheese fries. <laughs> 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 I I actually uh, explored the menu a little bit. Okay, I do have to say this one story. This is not really Disney magic, but it's just kind of my opinion because I was I was ready for this place. I was I'm a fried chicken connoisseur, and I went to um, Homecoming, the oh. Chef Smith's Homecoming, and uh, was tune in next time. Good. Careful yeah. what you say here. I like their fried chicken. Not as good as I thought. Or as I expected it to be. Too but much did you have the mac and cheese? Riley loved the mac and cheese. The mac and cheese is like out of this world. I guess because I can compare it to what like I can do at home. And I don't want to say that the colonel gives me... I gave the colonel his recipe, but I could throw it down. <laughs> So is that an invitation? Dinner invitation. Next if you want to come to the West Coast, Disneyland, I'll bring some next stop. <laughs> I always want to go to the West Coast. I love Disneyland. I actually love it more than Disney World. Do you? I do. I do too. But why do you like it more? It's laid back. It's not so much plan, plan, go, go, go. Um, I'm just a classic girl. I like the feeling that, like, the, the knowledge that Walt Disney walked, you know, the same places I'm walking and you know he really got to see that place open and start to evolve but yeah I just like I like Small World is better there Pirates is better there Jungle Cruise will never be better there no <laughs> no very short we'll there. that's actually very short compared to the one at World um but yeah I don't know I just I love I, I just love Disneyland why do you love it more I love it more because that, that was where all my like childhood memories were made Right, so like well, the first time at Disneyland was the summer of 1992 when Fantasmic first premiered. And I thought Mickey Mouse had saved my life at the end of that. The, the fire everywhere, it was you could feel the heat on your face, and I was like freaking out. But Mickey came out and he saved the day. And I was like, from then on, this is my guy. And you were how old? Eight, about 18 then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> The three-year-old self was like, oh, was your magical moment. Yeah. So I always say it's like, uh, what is the phrase? uh, It's not the size of your castle. It's the magic in your kingdom. Oh. Oh, I like it. I like that. Deep. 
I didn't know where that was going at first. And, <laughs> <laughs> and there's me. I, I'm all about Disney World, but I've only been to Disneyland one day. One day. We literally last year did Adventures by Disney training in San Francisco. Woke up super early the next day, got on a flight directly down there, got in a car, drove directly to the hotel, got out, went directly to the park for the we day. We walked 30,000 steps that day. Wow. It awesome. It takes a lot for me to want to like fall asleep in a park, but we were on Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm sorry. I love Pirates of the Caribbean. Dark I was so tired. I was falling asleep on the ride and we're like, let's go back to the room after that. I, I was falling asleep walking. I was so tired from walking around that place. We, I mean, we didn't stop all day. I mean, we went to the park and went back to the resort for a little bit back to the parks and we're bouncing between them both trying to get as much in, in one day as possible in two parks and no but you and, guys still have toontown out there you have world of color you guys got a lot of stuff i mean like you have that. pixar fest going on right now and the incredicoaster i mean there's so much stuff i need to get back out there we, we want to go back i want to go back i want to try i want to actually do the um the walk-in waltz footstep really want to do that, that i'm a great one. i'm all about walt so i i anything like that i would i would love so someday i will do that tour so lauren you've done that tour oh yeah it's very similar to as far as like um information on the that you get for like the uh, marceline to magic kingdom tour that's at magic kingdom um as far as the whole aspect of walt in the parks uh, but you learn a whole lot of different stuff, like the difference between Main Street and, and Disneyland and um, Disney World are completely architecturally different as far as the styling. So like Magic Kingdom is, uh, everything's supposed to be Marshall Lane, right? But it's more um, Colorado in the style, mid-century Colorado, where uh, Magic Kingdom is actually New England. Connecticut Cape Cod esque huh. design. I did not know that. That's actually good information. Yeah, it's cool stuff. So now I'm gonna take all these tours. Let me start taking That's tours. Very nerdy stuff. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong. I've read all the Walt books. I've seen all the different Walt movies they've made over the last couple of years and stuff. I love it. One of the um, during the San Francisco Adventures by Disney trip, we got to go to the Walt Disney oh, Family Museum. That was amazing. In San Francisco. That oh my gosh! Amazing. That is a true gem for any Disney fan. I could spend six hours easy in that museum. Yeah, I could too. It's so cool. I think that's why I liked working one man's dream so much. It was fun just talking about Walt. They taught you a lot. Of, they they taught us a lot about him there and stuff. Just I thought you said you grew immune to it after a while. You no, the movie. Up the movie. The movie. The movie is what movie. it's all about. Because though. you literally don't walk in until the last two minutes of the movie. So you saw the end of that movie. And you're in that, what, in each rotation, I think you see it like three times each time. So, I mean, three times, how many times you're in that spot? Yeah, about nine times a day. Totally. So, Jimmy, did you ever have any magical moments that, that you remember still? Not necessarily. I think given my role. <laughs> Your premium role. <laughs> I feel like everything was magical. Um, there was a, there was like a celebrity sighting on my first, like my first week right out of training. So that was kind of magical, I guess, for me as a friend of a character. Uh, I was, I was there with Launchpad, McQuack and uh, oh, nice. Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa came and saw us. So that was, that was fun. 
So is she, I always thought that Kelly Ripa was probably even tinier in person than she looks on TV. Is that true? <laughs> oh, is she like really small? Really small. Yeah. Like she needs to eat a burger small, right? <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> or that. Or no, some of Lauren's fried chicken. <laughs> she needs to get some of that. I was just over <laughs> at, um, at uh, Disney University last week and they have a picture of the original, uh, her and Regis. And she is the exact same size then as she is now. Wow. Impressive. It is impressive. You pull it off. I don't know. I don't know, but she needs to let me know. So. <laughs> yeah. So, speaking of celebrity <laughs> sightings, anybody else see any celebrities? I mean, guest relations. Oh, all the time. All the time? Uh, Gary Sinise. Which I did not even realize he was no longer uh, on Mission Space. So I was like all geared up for, for Lieutenant Dan. And he wasn't there. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> I was really, I, I did not know how much that was going to affect me that he wasn't there. So who's on there now? I haven't been on that ride in a while. I couldn't even tell you what her name was. Okay. I've seen her somewhere, but. Having younger children, I don't really go on that ride anymore. So no, no rider swap. What is the height on that ride? <laughs> Like, oh, it's very tall. What? No, Vicious Space, depending on what level you're on. The lower level isn't. Hold on, let me look at the Dreamers Do Travels exclusive Fast Pass chart we've made. I can let you know. Jimmy, you remember riding uh, Mission to Space and Test Track one time with your roommates? I think I do. We ate some dinner, went and rode a bunch of rides. We got through Mission Space and Test Track, and halfway through the line at Soren, Justin decided to lose his dinner. I remember that. Oh. <laughs> and a bunch Mission. of cast members just staring at us because it was the end of the night. They're like ready to close. Yeah. And I'm looking at us like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Mission space is 44 inches. That's the height. Okay. Oh. So. It's not too bad. I don't really have any interest in riding that for kids. Though. I'd be, they would freak out. Man. Whoa, Cali River Rapids is only 38 inches. I think we usually right. just choose Test Track. Yeah. yeah. Can't go wrong with Test Track. Kids love Test Track. How about you? Any celebrity sightings? Katy Perry. She came to grad night one night at, um, when I worked at Great Movie Ride. Um, and I heard that she was quite the free spirit that evening. That's all I'll say. Um, they do serve alcohol at the Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, who else? Well, I mean, we saw people that, like, unless you're a Disney lover, you wouldn't really care that much about. But, like, Dan Cockrell, to me, is a celebrity sighting. Oh, yeah. Former VP of the Magic Kingdom who just retired. Funny story about him though. So we saw him. We were we happened to be there when Pandora was opening. I don't think we even planned that, did we? We just happened to be there, did we? For what? For Pandora opening last May. You know, we planned May our trip and they announced the opening was then. Then So May twenty seventeen, Pandora opened in Disney's Animal Kingdom. It was hot as heck. I mean, you know, May at Walt Disney World is hot and humid. It was like hundred ten heat index every day. So here I am with three small children and a double stroller and a single stroller, and we get on the monorail and it is packed. We just why did we even go? I don't know. We wanted to ride a few rides. You were like, We're not seeing the fireworks again, but happily ever after fireworks were brand new. So a lot of, of you know, new goodness was going on. And so we're in this like tight, like, you know, packed like sardines um, monorail cab. And I'm annoyed because my parents always taught me like men give up a seat, like I'm old fashioned, men give up the seat for the women, you know, and like I don't always take it, but whenever you see like I'm hot. I have three kids. Like, let me sit eye level with my child. 
this man and he was dressed in you know, like you know he was dressed nice collared shirt khakis 110 degrees i'm like this pretentious dude so he didn't give up his seat to me or any of the other women standing so i was like whatever so i turned and i kind of stuck my rear end and <laughs> towards him i was like i don't even care next thing i know he goes like liz i'm like what he's like is that dan cockerel and i was like i don't even know who that is like, yes, you do. And I was like, show me a picture. <laughs> so he does. And then I look behind me and I'm like, yep, that's Dan Cockrell. Whatever. I didn't change my position. We, we get off the monorail. She stuck her butt out more. <laughs> we get, off the mon get out of the monorail. And I didn't know Bill was going to introduce us after this. Bill was like, Dan! We end up with a selfie. I've met him before. I mean, we end up with a selfie. He was a super nice guy. So I'm sorry, Dan, if you ever listen to our tiny little podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for sticking my derriere in your face, but give your seat up for the ladies next time. Um, but no, so he ended up giving us magical fast passes. Remember, he said, mm -hmm. oh, what are you guys doing? What are your plans? And we had told him how we had worked at the Magic Kingdom and we were just taking the kids in for some rides. He ended up giving us magical fast passes. And then we ended up um, realizing they were filming a ton of stuff and we didn't know what was happening. Turns out it was like the, I don't know, what were they doing? Like the Happily Ever After fireworks like for the promo videos promo and stuff. stuff. So they had cameras everywhere and um, and we're interviewing people and whatnot. Next thing you know, we get bills like, we're not going to see the fireworks again. Well, we end up get, kind of getting pushed right into the um, front of the castle and had to see the fireworks, but I'm glad we did because Jordan Fisher and his co-singer um, came out. I don't remember the name, but I'm a big Jordan Fisher fan. They came out and they sang the Happily Ever After theme song live after the fireworks. Oh, so that's cool. That's another celebrity sighting. That was pretty cool. Usually around Christmas, we see a lot of them. Yeah. For, um, uh, over at Epcot, they do uh, a whole oh, bunch of candlelight stuff. The, the candlelight, oh, yeah. Yeah. Who did I see? Your cousin, Bill, got to meet Neil Patrick Harris, remember? He actually yeah. got to like go and have some drinks with him after Candlelight Possession. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Who I spoke was Miley Cyrus. I remember that mainly because I was stuck on a boat forever. I was, sitting, <laughs> I was the next boat to come into dock, and they shut down the, pretty much bringing any more boats in because they were filming some promo and had Miley Cyrus part of it on a boat backstage. So we had to sit out there for an extra 10 minutes till the stupid boat came out. So Did for you 10 run minutes, out your bag I ran out of everything. <laughs> I mean, I, well, first of all, everything's running slow as it was before that. So I was already running out of it before I wasn't even the last next boat going in. So sitting there, I'm like, why am I still stuck out here? They're just keep giving me the whole signal. I'm like, what is going on? All of a sudden, here comes this boat, Miley Savage, just cruising on by. And I'm just like, I don't like you. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Didn't care for your music before. Definitely don't care for it now. Do you remember though when Jennifer Goodwin was on? Jennifer Goodwin. I actually had Jennifer Goodwin, the one, uh, Snow White from Once Upon a Time TV show on ABC. I had her on my Judy boat. Judy Hops. Judy mm -hmm. Hops. Yes. Hops. I had her on my boat. That was whenever I was seasonal, just going down there. Who else did I see? Robin Williams. I saw. You did. He was on Joe's boat. Joe, I never knew that. Did I know that? You weren't. I think it was before your time. Before my time. Before your time. I mean, there's always different celebrities. That come. I think there's some other ones. I can't remember the names. A couple of basketball players I didn't know that were coming around there. There's always somebody that's getting a special VIP right to the front I'm, of the line on their own boat kind of thing. I was going to say, at Jungle, do they get their own boat? Because I remember... They can request it. 
one time it was Tom Cruise and Siri and I was like waiting in, in line and they came coming from the side here and they got in their own boat and it was like the long, it took the longest time because they had people on a boat, like part of the people on, on one boat and they sent that one and then one boat came in, they sent it empty, another one they sent empty and then they put them on that third one, just them two and then went another empty and another empty after that. <laughs> That's a little so overkill in my opinion. Yeah, we were here, sitting here five boats. And, and then the weight went up. Yeah. <laughs> and I bet we, everybody was ticked, right? We everybody standing there like, what is happening? To an hour. <laughs> At first, everybody was like, why are we getting on these boats? But then they saw them and, and then it, it became, oh, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. And then everybody like didn't care that we were waiting an extra 15 minutes for Tom Cruise. Just a minute, that was you and that Tom Cruise saying that Tom Cruise in like a little girly voice. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been me too, don't worry. It was right after the uh, the the Oprah couch incident. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. I would have been like, Ethan Hunt, do something crazy. Mission <laughs> impossible. Look at that awkward look like, what's wrong with that guy? Okay, so where has life brought you guys now? We'll kind of wrap this up a little bit with that, I guess. Like where... Where do you see Disney still playing a role in your life? Does it play a role in your life? I always say that we, if even if we were kind of paid a measly wage, we have that on our resumes for life and it's a real conversation starter when somebody hears you've worked for the Walt Disney Company. What about you guys? Jimmy, you've been quiet. <laughs> I am a DVC member. So that's where Disney has taken me. Uh, there's been talks of retiring and working and living in Florida at Walt Disney World. Uh, that's kind of where I am right now. I'd love to work for their ESPN branch of the company directing sporting events, but I mean, that's pipe dream kind of thing. Maybe not a pipe dream, but like a, a dream job, I would say. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty uh, cool. Hey, our Disney district sales manager just tonight said something along the lines of, in order to chase your wildest dream, you have to have a wild dream. So there you go. There it is. There's your wild dream. Now you have to chase it. <laughs> I'm geared up. <laughs> How about you, Lauren? Um, I'm not DVC, but get with my the club. Sister, the company. <laughs> so I get you're on man right now. That that hookup. I have Disneyland annual pass, um, and I'm at Disneyland pretty much once a month, at least. Um, and we, this last, last week, we took a day to go around, um, Windermere to look at some houses and, and, and whatnot. Um, so maybe in the next two, two years ish, hopefully moving back and I don't know that I work for Disney anymore, but, uh, maybe on a part-time kind of thing, be close. So are we all going to end up back in Florida eventually? (laughs) It's like Disney, you drink the water, you know, you snort the pixie dust and it never leaves you. Nope. (laughs) What are you going to do, Lauren, if you go down there? What do you want to do? Um, if I could, this is also maybe along the lines of that wild dream. Um, I, I don't think I could go back to front cast, frontline cast anymore. I don't know that I have that in me, that, that Disney customer service patients. <laughs> Interesting. So um, I would probably do something like Disney Institute, like behind the scenes kind of a 
kind of thing. Maybe HR, Disney. Okay. I don't know where my background is right now, so. It's not bad. Maybe I will serve those who serve our, our guests. What that? Hey, I agree with you. I don't know if I could do a frontline cast in the moment. I don't. I don't know if my body could do that again. I mean, no. He thinking. I mean, he standing. Yeah, a lot, of things, a lot of changes over the years. Well, you know what though? If I worked frontline again with Disney, I feel like I wouldn't be as judgmental as I was back then because I remember I'd see people with those leashes on their kids, <laughs> like those backpack stuffed animal leashes. And they'd like pull them back real hard, and I'm always like. Jeez, like just control your child. Now I'm like, nope, the leash is necessary. I yep. get it. I get yep. it. Riley, Riley has her leash and she was <laughs> rocking it this last week. And she does not like, I mean, she could stay on her stroller, but she wants to like be out and, and walk. And it was great because it, it tired her out and every night, <laughs> That's what we do. She needs to teach our kids some lessons. I'm surprised Disney hasn't licensed its own leashes for children. They're like rent a leash new strollers. Rent a leash or sell them in the. Uh, oh, here's a new backpack. Oh, all with Pluto on the back. <laughs> Pluto, Wait. Yoda. There we go. We just lost all the money we could have made. I know. Dang. This. Nope. This is we're not. Done. Start this up the podcast. We're gonna see that. We're gonna go to Florida in December. And we're gonna be like, Wait. Wait a second. Can we talk about something like? Hey, there's Pluto on the back. Wait a minute. Mm. Or else we're gonna find out Lauren finally is a DVC member. Where did he get all that moolah? Huh. Yes. <laughs> a mastermind. Oh man. Jimmy, what's your uh, home resort for DVC? We are at Kidani Village, Animal Kingdom. Ooh. Oh, Some nice. of our listeners might not know what DVC is. Oh, want to explain? To be continued. It's uh, Disney's best something to talk about next time. We we'll, bring that up. we'll bring that up next time. Yeah. <laughs> East Kidani. I'll just say it's a timeshare program of sorts. Yeah. With Disney. It's uh, Disney's best kept secret. Yeah. Do you remember those promos? Best kept secret. And Goofy had his little ear, and he's yeah, like, oh. out, the, out the. Out the. Van. I will say, I will say, I have done the DVC presentation, and versus like the one I did last week, Summer Bay, Orlando. I went and did that for discounted Universal tickets. Um, they were really pushy at the Summer Bay one. Disney was like, no obligation. Hey, thanks for this coming to this thing. Uh, if you want, if you feel like signing up, go ahead. We'd love for you to be part of the family. That kind of vibe versus like outside of Disney where it was, you're going to sign up or we're going to break your legs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but Lauren, you said you just recently got home. Just you wait. Those phone calls and emails are coming from Disney. Very oh, I know. I bet. <laughs> they come. Trust me. We did it. We did the tour. At the end, they try to sugar you up and send you home. Oh, have some ice cream on us. Did they do that? <laughs> ice cream. Here's some ice cream parlor. Have some candy. <laughs> Here's a leash for your lovely daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have too many leashes. But our home resort, um, Saratoga Springs. Nice. We we always stay at Saratoga if we don't stay at our home. It's always available. It's always I available. Love it's I love huge. it. It's a huge resort. I like I it like though. It. I really it's do like Saratoga. Points. Yeah, I like it too. I like the. I think the theming of it's done really well. And now that Disney Springs is oh yeah, you can walk. Made right that complete pick a boat completed transportation. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah, you I can spend work. an entire day and night at Disney Springs. Oh, easily, easily. There's so, so much, much to do now. Do. And they just keep adding stuff. But that's not where you go for fried chicken, apparently. No, no, it is not. See, I like their fried chicken. I liked Homecoming's uh, 
the hot sauce they Bill's had never like, like seen a fried chicken he didn't love though, so. Never, I, I totally messed point. that up. You've never met like, a fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> like the chicken was, it, the chicken was good. It was, it was, it was crunchy. It was uh, well done. And it was, the meat was juicy. It just didn't have any flavor. <laughs> I just, and then I got greens. I got a side of collard greens. Now through the podcast, you might not know that I am of African descent. Uh, so I know some greens and those were not greens. Oh man. <laughs> I was just, oh. I, I that up. Texas, I was hoping you were going to say they were worthy. I'm sure you know some good greens too. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I was hoping I mean, you were, I was about, I already had it. We were going to have it on our next trip out there, but you, you just had, it just went over two. O2 count right now unless you like say this great dessert going on I don't know if we're gonna make have the hummingbird cake no I didn't we did get the uh jam and ham and jam sliders on the biscuits the biscuits were really good okay it's those were toast bread that's bread though like that's not (laughs) that's hard to mess up well, no, you can mess right, up. The deviled eggs are pretty good there. Remember those? The moonshine's pretty good. The moonshine's there. pretty good there. The moonshine was great. Mm-hmm. Maybe I didn't have enough. You didn't have enough. Um, <laughs> the hummingbird cake is amazing. The mac and cheese is amazing. So I, I'll raise you the mac and cheese at homecoming, and versus the mac and cheese at STK. We haven't been there yet. That was delicious. The steak was kind of like you know your average average steak but the mac and cheese like Riley ate it all and she doesn't usually eat everything and so I was like oh maybe we should get another one to go and so I snuck into her mac and cheese and then I ended up eating it all (laughs) did she ask where it went no she luckily she's like (laughs) on to the next too busy picking out her next new toy (laughs) yeah Yeah, I I spent probably 20 bucks on those Disney suckers Oh, geez. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get into plenty of Disney food talking future more, in future episodes. Because I mean, I think we can do a bunch of episodes for food. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, so I think we'll kind of wrap that up for tonight. We've gone a pretty good amount of time, guys. But um, well, guys, I appreciate you coming on tonight. It was fun. This is episode one of Spark a Dream podcast. Uh, we'll have more episodes to come. With a lot more talk on Disney and future travel destinations. All right, guys. Thanks for coming on. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Spark a Dream podcast. Please check out our website at sparkadream.net to hear other episodes and catch up on our blog. Please also check out our sponsor, small business travel agency Dreamers Do Travels, Inc., an authorized Disney vacation planner offering destinations around the globe. A team of travel professionals from all across the U.S. is ready to help you plan your travel adventures, concierge style, at no extra cost to you. Set out for a new tomorrow, and we'll see you real soon.